welcome back to Chatting Swordfish. Um, I'm joined with Mandela while he's sipping his, I see him sipping his um, rum and pineapple. Rum and pineapple, hey, hey. Moses and Mansour, he ain't got a face today because he's recovering, but he's giving us the time to still discuss what's going on. Thanks for your time, Mansour, as well, man. Uh, How you guys absolutely. doing? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah, good. living. It's, well. it's, it's, mm. a, it's a it's a it's a week to be a black man. Yeah, yeah I feel like this is why <laughs> this is why Mansour is braving braving his issues right now because he feels like we have to, we have to talk about what's going on. Like this would date the episode, but it has to get dated because this has been I'll say like this 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 week has been kind of a I wouldn't, Monumental. I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say a revelation, I'll say an exposure and a kind of a confirmation. Historic. Yeah. Yeah. Monumental. Should we just say like it's 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 we gotta talk the royals. We gotta talk the royals. This yeah. week, yeah. This week, <laughs> Meghan Merkel true, and true, Harry true. had an interview, which yeah. essentially exposed them um, basically the first time they've been speaking on Oprah Winfrey interview about what they've been going through these last how long how many years is it now? Since the, Two, since four the years. Wedding. Oh, cool. It's been four years. Oh, three years since the it's coming up three years since the wedding. But she's she's probably been about for four years. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about like and then she basically exposed her experience with the royals. Um, there was a lot of things that people would probably like to deny um, in terms of what how it happens in that kind of institution. But she came out and said. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She probably confirmed a lot for what I we speculate, quote unquote, speculate about the royals. Um, I don't. Where do you man want to get started with this? <laughs> I don't even know where to get started. So many. You know what? Let Let me just start it with. It was some of the best TV I believe I've watched in a long time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I already like. Make no mistake. Like, it's not to say I was surprised at what they said. Like in right. terms of like whether it happens or not, but it was, it was almost the way they said it. They 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 really went to town with like the media training, Meg playing the sort of political stance and not trying to be too caught, uh, you know, give too much away, and then yeah. Harry coming in halfway through and just being like blazing it, just <laughs> gun fingers, to, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. So yeah, you know, and then obviously we can dissect things they said, but that will, I'll say that first. Well, let's talk. Let, let's talk. Let's let's start. Let's break it down from the start. Let's talk inside the royals. When Megan, she said as an American, she didn't even have. She wasn't even aware of the. Um, she wasn't really aware of the royal family in terms of like how we okay. are, obviously. So then she said about like she wasn't like, used to like she had to curtsy for her grandma. She that kind of thing surprised her. Like, mm. but apparently, like okay. she was, she was welcomed by the queen. You know what? Yeah. I actually yeah. believe Queenie's more down than we think. You get me? I, like, I genuinely, I'm not. I think she is. Yeah, I, I, I think I agree. I think it's not her. It's the institution. It's the people around. But yeah, go on. Moses. Why do you think that? Yeah, because it's like uh, not only just this, but like just through the history, the Queen's done some very interesting things and has dined with some very interesting people throughout her years. And like, I'm not just that alone. But I think. I'm not trying to say I'm a, I'm a supporter of the royals, but I'd be hard pressed to think she was the problem. You know what I mean? Throughout all of her her career in the spotlight, she's kind of been spotless. You know, so it'd be mm-hmm. very unusual, and it's hard, you know, for them guys to remain spotless. Really, to be honest, if they're starting to come out, <clears throat> Andrew, 
um, you know, Prince Andrew, not you. It will come out, you know what I mean? Camilla, uh, Eugene, you know, so I didn't think it was her, but um, I do actually believe on your first point about like, she didn't, she was unaware. That is stupid. It is ignorant. You should have done your research, but I do actually see how it can happen. Do you know what I mean? Because I have to sometimes take myself out and, you know, being a man that's travelled and spent a lot of time in America, like, we view the monarchy in a certain way. And in the same way, we're not taught about the founding fathers and the constitution and Mm -hmm. the civil war in the same way as they are. Like, I can understand their relationship in Hollywood. You know, she's from LA. You know, celebrity culture is a completely different thing. I was working with this production company and they were doing this thing with the Kardashians. And like, basically, one of the producers was telling me the, the Kardashians manager at the time was like, oh, you know, she's the queen of Hollywood. So when she comes to London, can we get lunch with the queen? Like, and you know, the amount of times I've been to America and it's like, oh, have you met the queen? Like, so like, I'm not saying it's right. It is ignorant, but I can also like, through my experience of interacting with that culture and how they don't really have to interact with the monarchy. I can see yeah, how it's yeah, You see how, I mean, even, even if she didn't know, like you see... Even if we do know, and then you come to that family, you date someone in the family, would you yeah. expect if you're if you're meeting grandma, you still have to go around the same kind of process that you nah. would? That like you're meeting with grandma, not queen. You know what I mean? That, but that bar made me laugh when he was like, she, he was like, oh, that's my grandma. He's like, that's the queen. I was like, <laughs> oh, damn, that was that was cold. That was cold. But I mean, okay. I'm yeah, sorry, I called met my family, or at least before she met my family. I made it abundantly clear um, who's referred to as what, how what works and all of this stuff. So, you know, when she says she had done no research about the queen, about the royal family, I'm assuming she means royal protocol because, you know, as we're, even though we're not taught about the founding fathers, like what you're talking about, Moses, we have a rough idea to get what I mean. So you must have a rough idea that people curtsy to the queen and that there's certain things that happen and there's certain um, 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 infrastructure that, that is already there, like with, with, within, uh, what you call it, within uh, the royal family. So I find it quite difficult when she says, you know, I didn't know anything about them and then turns around and says, well, actually I was introduced to Harry um, uh, 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 through Beatrice, which is still the queen's, um, grandchild. So I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And the thing is, I, I hate the fact that we've started on that because I'm very much uh, pro Meg uh, in 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 this particular story. Like this, you know, right in this moment, it's great to be black. You know, I'm. Well, I'm we're breaking I'm, it down. We're not here just for hate. You know what I mean? Like we're we're here to break it. We're here to break yeah, just no, the, I, the situation. I don't I'm believe really that. I do not. I do not for a second believe that um, she hadn't done any any research. I'm sorry, I, I just find it hard to believe. Before I met Joy's family, I did adequate research before she met mine. Do you know what I mean? Like there were certain conversations that were had. So I think actually the nuance that we're discussing might be about her not knowing um, the protocols within um, a family setting regarding uh, the royals or just like the, the, the in-depth protocols in general. Otherwise, I, I feel like it's a little bit it's a little bit of a mistruth. I, I don't believe it. So how do you so how do you feel then when it comes to <clears throat> Mantua, I can't even see what you're saying. What do you think on this? What do you, what, what's your take on this? 
I mean, yeah, like I find it very hard to believe in this day and age that somebody would not do any research at all about um, meeting like a family member of your partner. I just, I'm not going to say I don't believe it. I just find it very difficult to believe or understand. Um, but then again, I understand like, you know, there may be a bit of an ambiguity there, a bit of a gray area when you say, well, am I meeting this woman as Nana or am I meeting her as Queenie? Do you know what I mean? Um, but I feel like, broadly speaking, you've got two groups in, in the UK. You've got the group that hate Meghan and you've got the group that love Meghan. Me, I'm not a royalist. And that means I don't really have a lot of time for anybody associated to the institution or previously associated to the institution. And wow. I think like in that sense, I can take a critical view and say, you know, there were certain things like for the most part, I think I do agree with just Meghan and Harry having the interview. And I do agree with a lot of the things that were said. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's a lot of, and when I say conjecture, I don't mean lies. I just mean there's a lot of detail and a lot of nuanced detail within what she said. But I feel mm. like you can break what was said into like two or three key themes. And for me, it's those which I look at. So if we talk about discussions about um, Archie's skin color, if we talk about the newspapers, and if we talk about Harry, because mm. like Harry is so often forgotten in this saga, I feel personally, and I understand it to a large, large, large degree because Megan is the outsider, but like I feel that um, you know Harry's lost a lot. Like whether he likes his family or not, he's lost his family essentially in some capacity. Mm. He lost his mom. Um, and you know he lost his dad he lost his brother like Megan I don't feel has necessarily lost anything do you know what I mean she definitely is a victim especially when we're talking about racism and stuff but mm -hmm. I feel like those three key those are the three key areas the discussion about Archie the US news the, U, the UK uh, press and Harry basically like that's how I see it I, I would I kind of agree with you Mansell but I think she's lost something really valuable though She's lost her identity. Mm. She was a person before this. She was an yeah. actor. She was an activist. Now she's forever going to be associated either as Harry's wife or, sadly, or the person that went against the royals. Like she's ne I can't imagine her jumping into Hollywood and doing, doing a film tomorrow. It just, there's only one role I think she can play, and that's the Meghan Markle story in like Tyler mm. Perry's next Madea. Do you know what or I mean? Or being like, in another documentary. Yeah, yeah, I can't is. see... I'm not saying it can't happen, and I wish it should happen, but I feel like she has, to a degree, lost a bit of her identity because of this. And I don't think it's a... There's, I don't think there's a going back from this. She can't just return. Well, to, this is well, this, this is where it comes yeah. out of years. I think once you get into the royals, Harry said it's like... He didn't know he was trapped, but he was trapped. Like, he said it. So mm -hmm. I think once you do, you do basically say you're giving up everything that you, that you value for this for this institution mm. and mm. that's 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 where the next thing lies in terms of what this interview is and what she gave up like yeah she, because, i think she did give up freedom because you've got to remember like harry's giving up freedom but he wants that he's happy 
<laughs> Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. She went to yeah, go yeah. marry for love, allegedly, and in the process lost her freedom and is now yeah. in exile. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's that's, an interesting that's a dynamic. Point, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's a good point, think, Moses. You know, she I never really thought about her it. Freedom, like but I don't think she's going to ever get that again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I beg to... I beg to differ. I I think actually this is um, just the beginning of her refinding herself and rebranding herself. Mm. And we, you know, look, they've got their media company, so I don't think she's going to act for them. But I think she's definitely going to have huge influence on uh, what is portrayed, do you know what I mean, of Mm. women, of people of colour, of topics of importance. So actually... I, you know, I want to look at this situation as though actually she's she's found her emancipation in a momentary loss. And I think she's actually bringing it back around and finding herself. Of course, she's always going to have that stigma of the person who went against the royals. She's always going to be the person, you know, the woman who married the prince. But I think, you know, we, we shouldn't limit her to, to, to the extent in which she can have an impact. So therefore, I think... You know, in, in, in this narrative, she still has a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A very powerful one as well. Like, mm-hmm. and especially, you know, I don't want to be, you know, controversial, but especially if she lives on past this moment. Do you know what I mean? Because, <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> Mandla. If she lives oh. on past this moment, then, you know, actually, she's going to have a very powerful voice and she's going to have left her mark. What you say, Liz is gonna send out the goodies, yeah? Listen, I don't know. <laughs> I think Liz is None a real one, actually. I think no, I she's think the Queen is a real one. I think the Queen is a real one, and I think I'm starting to see that actually um, the constructs of the institution within it. Do you know what I mean? They are the powers that will. And as we're saying, I I think the Queen is quite woke. Yeah, actually. the Queen, the Queen, no, the, the Queen is fair, man. You see what she was saying about she's quite woke. on the train and she got a blanket. And then she was like, oh, you yeah, come sit with me. Like, yeah. probably like a grandma kind of thing. Brother, yeah. Do you not remember this that video it. of the Queen driving the Range Rover? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's true, you know. She's that's all her. I needed she's to see. That's like, all I needed to see. She's she pulls up, stops, looks, mean mugs, and then it's like, I right. and it goes. It's true. <laughs> all right. But okay, like, so let's look. Yeah. I was gonna say, but okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't think like I feel here. We don't feel. I don't feel, or I don't feel like the Queen is the is the issue here. Let's talk about the institution that's the issue here. And one of the big talking points in that interview was. Um, the the color of the baby topic that came up for me, um, where she where Megan said that basically someone asked what the um how dark would the baby be, um, yeah, and like Harry even was like I don't even want to talk about that I don't want to say what was said like, but and Megan said she didn't want to say who the person is like she was like oh um because it would damage them. Which makes it very. I'm. Not, we're not here for conspiracy theories to name people that who we think it is, or maybe you are. I don't know, but I'm not here. I am. But one thing is, like, did that shock you? Did that shock any of you guys? No. That kind of discussion. No. no, definitely not. Like, the the monarchy is basically built on um, the superiority superiority of some, um, and race is a big part of that. Like, class is a big part of that. Race is a big part of that. So. I'm not surprised at those conversations. Um, the person I thought it was initially, um, apparently it's not that person. But like, 
people are focused on, and I thought it was him because of his track record when it comes to saying just pure offensive gobshite. But um, to be honest with you, like people forget, like they think, oh, well, then it's got to be Charles or William. And I think one of the really good things about the whole interview was talking about the firm as being Mm. separate from the family. And when you think of that, you've got loads of people there like Edward, Camilla, uh, mm-hmm. Eugenie, um, Anne as well. Like it could have been any of those people. And yeah, I think but I do feel like they... it's on close. I do feel like it was on close in terms of the fact is it wouldn't have hurt as much if it wasn't someone. Yeah, close. the fact that yeah, if it was I think if it was any some random guy in the institution, they would have probably named him, he would have got fired, it's done. But you say it's on close where I think it could damage the monarch. If it was Prince, like it. if it was if it was Prince Andrew, I think they would have just nominated that name real quick. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I say, yeah, yeah, it's true, boy. But the thing is, I liked, like, I liked the fact that they didn't name the person because Why? Why? when you name, because when you name the person, like for example, let's just say, ah, oh, it's Camilla. She said it, and then everybody will be focused on Camilla. Oh, Camilla's a racist. Camilla's this. Camilla's that. Mm-hmm. When you don't name it, you hold all those different people accountable. And I think that, whether that was done consciously or unconsciously, that's a good thing because yeah. it, it, it puts a question mark over the whole institution rather than just one individual. Like Andrew deserved to be named and shamed for what he did, you know? Mm. Um, but when you focus on the one person rather than the broader firm, uh, yeah. that can leave, that can, you know, uh, obscure your like obscure certain things, or just leave you with a narrow view or a so narrow. Like remove that one person, but every, everyone yeah, else yeah. in the institution fine. Precisely, like, yeah. It makes it makes that one individual a racist. Do you know what I mean? Or a a, a person who carries great prejudice towards people of color, then it p- possibly being a thing of actually the person said it because they're in the comforts of people who potentially share the same views or at least will entertain them speaking in that way. Mm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I agree sorry, sorry, just to cut you off, but like, I remember a story and it was talking like when they first, when Harry and Meghan first basically as a couple were in that family and they had a dinner and there was a woman and she deliberately wore like a provocative brooch or something which was linked to a racist had a racist connotation like I can't even remember the name of that woman but just because that woman never said anything racist you know it doesn't mean she's not got those views and I think like it's almost like you know we treat the we treat we treat them as as a collective rather than one individual because there are probably loads of microaggressions within that royal family within that firm and to just name the single person you probably could uh you know you probably could put all the microaggressions to the side whereas right now we have a a context where we can look at the firm as a collective and i personally like that i hear that i'm finding the responses to be quite entertaining i'm sorry so today we had uh prince william uh, saying, you know, we are not a racist family as he walks <laughs> next to a black woman in Kente. I'm sorry, yeah. All I'm expecting next is to see an, a royal event where, you know, the Queen is all out in Ashwabi, you know, um, um, Camilla's in a rapper. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm just like, how often do you, I mean, he was in a school in Newham today, the other day, 
you know, like um, Charlie Boy was at church. Do you know what I mean? At a very black church, you know, promoting. Like, what it's doing is possibly, like, really surfacing the issues that are really there. Do you get what I mean? Hmm. But let's Definitely, talk, let's yeah. talk, like, say, hypothetically, in terms of when they were saying they're worried about the color of the baby. Hypothetically, what if the baby was darker than anybody else? Now, what would have happened to that baby? Because even in this case now, um, Megan talked about them saying that Archie ain't going to be protected. She's not protected. Mm. Like, they removed security saying that they, this was before they even knew anything about what the baby would be. So what 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 would have happened if this baby was darker? This I don't get what would happen to an institution if this baby was darker. <laughs> Everyone was silent. I think most silent. Boy, I don't even want to think about what would have happened. I I think my silence says it all. <laughs> uh, you can't penalize me if I haven't said anything, can it? <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say in the matter. <laughs> It's just the idea that, like, I mean, how could you... The fact that they didn't even, like... It was the talk when she said that they were saying that they were going to remove security for their All family. I would say, yeah, my, my thoughts on this, yeah, and I'm not, like, trying to sort of imply Megan is any less black than somebody like me who's a dark skin and, you know, or anything. I'm like, look at all this woman has been through. And to some people, she is white passing. Yeah. <laughs> so... To answer your question, had maybe Archie come out, maybe looking like me, Mandler, and Andrew. <laughs> Why? For real, man. It's true. That's all I'm saying, it? Look what she's been through. They stripped yeah. even Harry of his security and then told the world he's not yeah, being they, yeah. they leaked his yeah. location. So I'm like, if they'll do that for a woman <laughs> that is white passing, boy, yeah. we know this thing. We know it's all about bloodline. So... If something shows up looking like me and Mangler, it's a it's a wrap. Oh. It's it's done. So look, here's here's the thing. You you hit a really good point, Moses. Meghan Markle is actually white passing and therefore acceptable to come into the royal family. But then um, the real issue that is there is the fact that her the, the black that is in her. Do you know what I mean? Is almost like a stain. That's how it's coming across. Do you get what I mean? Right, so. Yeah is um there's a few arguments that are happening about this conversation regarding the skin color of the child but the thing is it's not like they said oh you know like um you know like if 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 two people from different races get together and people go oh i wonder what the baby's going to look like it's not like it was something that was as innocent as that it mm -hmm. was definitely comment that was really dark it was inflammatory it was salacious otherwise do you get what i mean like it's not like um me going oh my gosh like i wonder how um, Moses and Nikki's babies will come out like, will they be coolie? Will they be this and that? No, that's not what the conversation <laughs> was. It was a, they said the word mm -hmm. concern. Mm. The words that were used, the word that was used was there was concern about what um, uh, uh, color the baby, how dark the child is going to be. Like, you, you really need to deep that, guys. This is the royal family, the highest echelon. And they're using the word concern on how dark <laughs> the baby is. So to be honest with you, when you ask what would have happened, come on, our silence said it all. They're using the word concern. <laughs> if the baby came out, oh, come right. on. Mm. True, true, true. Mm. Like, oh, I, I mean, I don't know where it stands. I don't know where to, to go um, even further with this. Like, we are aware of 
there was this um, idea that Harry was talking about as well. It's like he said that he wasn't aware of the racism really until he was basically with Megan to see for himself. And like there's this there was this point that really interested me. He was talking about the invisible contract that that they have with the media. Mm. So even when like certain like how they act with certain things, they get better press. So mm-hmm. there's that fear with the media, which is clear and obvious in terms of how they write their articles. When I hear them writing things like Megan claims this happened to me, they claim this happened in the um to her when she's saying it outright. Like yeah, yeah, mm, mm, yeah. Like Did uh, you, who, yeah, who, I mean, who's, the, who's the dark hand at play here? Is it the royals or the media? If like it sounds like for me, Harry said that it seemed like a way in like they're kind of scared in terms of how the media will play them. But then yeah, because the media is what they were the ones that kind of pulled the strings. Yeah, nah. the media is what keeps the media alive. If you look at it, like they're the ones who um, the press who you know give them like the, uh, the look that they've got, the grandeur and all of that stuff, like. The media play a really big part. Like if, look, they're the ones who are in every single person's household. The royals aren't. Do you get what I mean? So the media have mm. got the ability to bring the royals from the palace into your house. And how they portray them could make them or break them. Otherwise, you know, Harry, I mean, uh, William could have been like, oh, you know, this is this is not right. Catherine could have been like, look, the way that you describe her when I'm wearing a green dress, I look elegant. When she does it, she's breaking protocol. Jimmy, they could have called it out, but they know that if they call it out, the media could then turn on them. And if they turn on them, then do you know what? Welcome the Republic of the United Kingdom. Do you get what I mean? And also, like even within the interview, Harry said something which is really important. He said, the royal family is all about perception. (laughs) Do you get me? It's all about perception. And who controls that perception? The media. Which I think what is so beautiful about this situation is Meghan, whoever's idea it was, Meghan or Harry played them at their own game and went to the home of the media. Oprah. <laughs> well, not the yeah. home, but went to America and beat them at their own game. Do you get me? Yeah. In, like, yeah, yeah. in American homes where there's more of them than there are us. They don't have this perception of the royals because they don't deal with it. It's not on their money. You know, they don't have Buckingham Palace sitting in the middle of their city. So, like, the fact that now America has this perception of the royals is very interesting. And mm. not only them, like, the, the generation, like, I think England's very polarised. It's either you're for them or not. But, like, you know, we haven't had one of these things since Diana. and We were too young to really be aware of it at the time. So it's like, yeah. I honestly feel... This has set the, the wheels in motion for the Republic. Once Queenie kicks the bucket, I think it's going to be very interesting. I can't see anybody riding out for the Royals when Charles is up there or William. Like, it's it just personally, but... We'll Especially if yeah. um, big one of them has said how dark, we're concerned about how dark the child is going to be. We hmm. all thought it was going to be granddad, but it wasn't. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, it's true, it's true. Yeah, like, Shocking I think... Thing is- yeah sorry go no no like for so long we've always said like rupert rupert murdoch basically runs this country and that's because whichever politician wanted to get elected to become prime minister they basically pandered to rupert murdoch and i think Mm. that's really true like you see it even here Mm. um yeah the royals have that title and they have that prestige attached to their name but um they rely so much on the media how they're portrayed and what linking to what Moses said like 
people won't ride out for Charles. That's true. And that's because of the way that the media, the media um, implicitly depicted him vis-a-vis Diana. Do you know what I mean? And like people don't have sympathy for Charles now because of the whole Diana issue. Um, Likewise, I think there was, especially when William was getting married, there was a attempt to basically portray William as the guy in waiting, even though he wasn't the direct successor to the Queen. Do you know what I mean? And there was that whole thing about framing them as modern X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. So like the media is or if you excuse the pun, like the media is the kingmaker. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the royals are just puppets in that sense because they very much rely on how they're framed by the media. Um, mm-hmm. And tomorrow, if they wanted to, they could they could tear William a new one. You know, they just have to find something and do it. And mm-hmm. it's up to them, really. We're, we're, we're hostages to them, I think. Um, well, I think, yeah. I think and this is another thing that what I loved about the media. I think it, it basically, it, it really, I really do feel like this actually shook things up. Mm. Like mm. it did shake things up. It shook up something where no one, not, no one would talk about or touch before, and it really kind of made everyone realize just just what is going on and to actually have these real discussions. Like we're actually seeing. I, I do feel like we can actually see some change with this. I honestly think the republic is coming. We, I think we might see it in our lifetime, and honestly. Before this interview, I wouldn't have said that. And it's maybe because it wasn't on my radar, I wasn't thinking about it. But honestly, like, I think had, had they just been decent people, you get me? And then, you know, when Queen is gone and Charles or whoever's there, maybe people wouldn't have even been bothered to think about uh, getting them out. You know what I mean? But now <laughs> this perception and this, this idea of them being racist is like in... in in half, you know, whether people are for them against them, it's there. Do you get me? I'm like, I think the seeds of people wanted to be like a republic. We've had Brexit, you know what I mean? We've had polarizing things already. So I think it's possible, man. I think you know what the thing is, lifetime. This is this could have all been avoided if they weren't, if they if they didn't think they like they wanted smoke with Megan and they were and they were poking and they were trying to beef her all this time and she yeah. was just saying mm. nothing the whole time. It's but, like they go on. But this is why it's deep, though, because this is what their whole thing is built on. So whether they wanted it with Megan or not, consciously, this is how they've got to where they've got to. So it's like they're never going to stop. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's like they would they were never going to be nice to her anyway, even if they did like her, because yeah. that's what it's built on. That's what the, the that's the foundation of empire. I'm better than you because of their idea is my skin and my bloodline. So it was just never going to run. It was, do, do, and anybody with sense could have told you that. But boy. Do you know what's funny about that, right? Um, Megan, in very many ways, if we, before we even, like, okay, fine. So she comes from a biracial family. Do you know what I mean? Her upbringing is actually full of privilege. Do you know what I mean? She's a girl who grew up in LA, uh, but not Compton or the hood. Do you know what I mean? But the good side of town, she is well-educated. She comes from like a hardworking um, African-American uh, mom. Do you know what I mean? And that's who afforded her that privilege. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Megan was a, uh, she's she's already like somebody who's got a voice. You know, I sent a video into the group chat of her at 12 years old. I think, oh, did I send it in? But anyway, at 12, you know, like right into 
um, like the CEO of like um, a detergent company who said, oh, um, uh, 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 women all over America are fighting Greece. And she kind of was just like, well, look, how can you say women? That that denotes that women are weaker than men, et cetera, et cetera. So she's always been somebody who champions and has a voice. Um, if you, uh, if I can just quote like some of Diana's uh, interview, they said to her, do you think you'll ever uh, be queen of um, the United Kingdom? And she said, no. And she spoke about um, uh, uh, the institution not liking strong women, not liking somebody with their own opinion or somebody who does things differently. Do you get what I mean? So like, mm. if you look at uh, Megan, do you know what I mean? Like she, she stands for everything that opposes what the UK would want. Do you get what I mean? So if you look at Catherine, Catherine is, you know, the English rose, that kind of thing. Whereas she's an American, she's an activist, she's a divorcee. She's so like, there's so many things that mean that they would, um, uh, that the odds are stacked against Megan. And then comes this, this racial undertone that has been so thematic in the media. And now um, uh, it's, it's surfacing that it's been prevalent within uh, 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 the, the household of, of the royals itself. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Do you see that? Remember, do you see that when they talked about that avocado quote? And then she was like, that was the most expensive avocado <laughs> piece of toast I've ever had in my life. That just summed up the media for me in terms of how they treated her. But um, yeah, I want to. Um, but I think like, when we're on the media, I want to talk about something that definitely came out of this, which is, which I'm really that's one thing that we can definitely celebrate already. Um, Piers Morgan leaving Good Morning Britain. Who's with me with this? Like, come yeah. through, come on, Mantle, I know, man, on. I can't see Mantle, but I know he's with me on this. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. <laughs> Basically, mm -hmm. this man, after all the things that he says about anybody, but I'm not even talking about Megan here. This is what it took finally, like the the hate that he used to spout to you about about Megan throughout the years, because my man is clearly salty. Um, he's finally like she talked about how she she was feeling suicidal, um, and then yeah. he goes and denies her claims that she felt suicidal, and that she went to Enshar. Like he just completely denies it, and he's even doubled down on it when on Twitter he also said I still think I still know that she's lying blah 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 now and this man finally he because he didn't want to apologize apparently that's why he finally was like I'm not gonna apologize so he left um I don't, where, 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 where do you go what's what's your guys take on Mr. Piers so, let me tell you let me tell you a story yeah <laughs> story time with Maxwell right now I was 17 once, yeah. I liked this girl. She wasn't feeling it. A week later, I moved on, bro. I Yo, moved on. And I was winning. I was loving life. I was happy. I had friends. I had good health. This man, I saw the video of him and he was like, oh, yeah, I, I, I was with her. We got drinks and stuff. And then, why are you buying her a cab to go to another man? That's what I want to know, first of all. He said he didn't know. And... Like he's a waste man, and then he she upgraded. Like you can't, you can't, you can't hate on that. And you know you need to let go. Like we're probably going to have a conversation, a serious conversation later about um, men's attitudes towards women, um, and and rightly so. There's a good conversation piece in that. But and and this is an extension of that same behavior. Like it looks weird, man. It looks yeah. weird. Even if you don't like her, you need to ease up sometimes and just say, look. 
let me change topic. Even if I've got that vitriol in my bones, let mm. me just ease up and go to another topic. It looks weird. It just, mm. if that was my friend, if that was any one of you guys, I would pull you aside and say, listen, you're moving a bit weird. You probably need to find something else to fixate on or just sit in a dark room and love yourself for a bit because it's, no, it's what makes strange. It room is he got he got ghosted and turned down and then she's always in the papers so it's not like he could yeah. even like when he turns on the paper the media that he's part of he's seeing megan and he's like you know what yeah look at her look at her. He's, he's literally that guy like shut up your buttons he anyway. is. that guy he is yeah 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 like and you know we need to have standards in in place where you know when you see blatant bullying I am all for critiquing anybody. It doesn't matter color, creed, religion, sexuality, X, Y, or Z. I'm all for critiquing anybody, you know, by their actions and having a sensible discussion. But bullying, I actually think he should have been off the air a long time ago. He should have been off the air a long time ago. And people are looking at his interviews with in relation to Corona and stuff and braising him, but he's always been a bully. He's always been a bully. And... For me, I'm just happy he's gone. I think the show also needs to be looked at properly. Like ITV have a big, big problem when it comes to mental health and the whole Love Island saga, Caroline Flack, X, Y, and Z. And uh-huh. I think they, re- they really need to have a proper look at the show. Susanna is just like an appendix. Nobody knows what she's good for. So mm. just have a look at the show, review the, review the format, and maybe put a new show in place. Because it's I not agree. doing anything for nobody. I agree. <laughs> I know that so, was a bar still. <laughs> guys, look look at what happened uh, that morning. Piers Morgan, without being um, you know pulled up on it or anything like that, made his co-host like a whole spectacle by talking about her dress. Oh, I know when summertime is here. You know that kind of thing. And actually, it just means that as a privileged man he can impress his opinion about someone and and get away with it and it not be an issue she was obviously very embarrassed do you know what i mean for the way he was talking oh yeah she's in a mini skirt blah 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 and she's having to justify herself and say that it's a dress or whatever and he says oh you know i'm not complaining you know as as if he's like ogling or whatever and he didn't get pulled up on on that so I said, okay, that's the first booby of the day. Do you get what I mean? And then um, he sat there and... Was this on the same day that he... Well, I didn't watch yeah, it that this, day, this, same day. This is the same day that Alex Berriford ended up saying, look, you know, you've made your tirade of comments, you've trashed her, and he boyed him. Like, he had to be like, look, you know, at the end of the day, she cut you off, and she's entitled to cut <laughs> yeah, you off. Well. get what I'm saying? Like, look, look at the... He, he, he has been on an onslaught just dissing Meghan Markle, you know, um, criticizing her, not even criticizing her because it's not even been constructive or, 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 or it doesn't benefit anybody. It's just always been, like I've always said, P.S. Morgan has always um, attracted, you know, the sun reader. Do you get what I mean? And actually to a certain point, I think he knew that he was being paid to deliberately, you know, um, 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 throw jibes at her and stuff like that. And I think actually the, the straw that broke the camel's back was him feeling that he's justified to question somebody when they speak on their mental health. Do you get what I mean? And like I think also you, at the time, especially with mental health, I think ITV are partnering with um, a mental health charity as well. So it completely would have messed up their campaign entirely, having this man yeah. still. I think, I think, because I'm not going to lie, I don't think if, 
if he just started trashing Meghan Markle again after her interview, um, he would still be in a job. It's the fact that I feel like ITV had the have this campaign well, the thing going is at the, the same the, time. The, 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 yeah, so mind the charity were the first people to be like, well, we find that very disturbing to get what I mean. But it goes beyond that. Actually, um, he managed to pull in the largest amount of views the next day because people knew, this is before he's even said anything, people knew he's going to have something to say, especially after um, yeah. uh, uh, Meghan Markle and um, Prince Harry having their interview. But actually, they had 41,000 um, complaints within 24 hours, which is the second largest number of complaints um, 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 within a show. And the, f- the number one was actually complaints that came over a number of days. So actually, it stormed well past it because look, guys, Piers Morgan has messed with people. Piers Morgan has messed with people at a time where mental health is at an all-time high topic. People are locked down. People are experiencing um, a lot of uh, mental health issues, whether it's breakdowns, whether it's anxiety, whether it's whatever. And actually, people actually saw Megan as a person rather than just you know a, a, a figure who 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 is always being criticized they saw they saw the human side to her and actually for him to sit there and question her mental health it's not Mm. just about being in partnership um with a mental health charity it's the fact that the people of britain they love an underdog story and always you know they've seen one side of the story but then this time around megan's gotten the chance to speak up and say her point of view and actually she humanized herself by speaking up so him criticizing that was the straw that broke the camel's back, let's be honest. But the one thing that I do enjoy is that the last three days of Piers Morgan's um, career with, with, with Good Morning Britain, people began to speak up. You know, you had Trisha Goddard, you know, just absolutely ripping him to shreds to say, why do you feel like an expert who can speak on issues of race? Do you get what I mean? Like, especially coming from the point of view of a, a privileged white man, do you get what I mean? Like you, you do not really have the scope and you haven't shown that you've done the work. Do you get what I mean? You've got Alex Burford who finally just had had enough and ended up saying, look, like what? And the thing is, he stormed off. Do you know what I mean? He went and did his own exit. Like somebody was criticizing him and instead of taking mm. it and listening. He didn't even he criticize him. He just, said, he just said, you have a right to get cut off. And that's what yeah. hurt him the most. He was like, yeah, what? that's what cut him. He, he, just, he just saw that cab leave again. That's what mm. happened. He saw Megan's cab leave again <laughs> when Alex said that. So he's single, isn't he? He's not. That's he's, married. he's not. He's married. He's married. He's been so salty, and yet he's been married for eleven years. You went for drinks, and then what? Come on, I wonder what his wife thinks. Do you get what I mean? Like what you were just trying to be pen pals with her, and then she she rejected you, and you're this hurt. Come on. He's been married for 11 years and you've been bombing this woman for four years. You went for a drink with her four years ago as a married man. She, like, what did you want? Mm. Friendship. Come on. Mm. Lie to mm. somebody else. Yeah, yeah. true. I'm glad, I'm glad he's gone. And, you know, you've got Dr. Shola Moshok Bamimu, who I absolutely adore because she's always put him in his place. And the reason why people have always gone, oh, well, you know, we do like Pierce is because he always comes across as, oh, I'm a royalist. No, you're not a royalist. You're not a royalist. You're perpetuating um, racial... St- Even if he's not a racist, using racially inflammatory speech 
you know, knowing that you've got an audience, it's just riling up people and encouraging people to behave in a way that is racist, to behave in a way that is, that, that, that is um, what you call it, biased towards people of color. And him having, you know, like a person of color in, as, as part of his Twitter feed is tokenistic. Do you get what I mean? But the thing is, Absolutely. he knows what he's doing and that's where his paycheck was coming from. Don't forget the media will pay him to do that. The, the media was, was, was upping him, do you know what I mean? Because he, it's almost like they were, they were shaking hands, they were in a um, um, contract together, do you know what I mean? He berates um, uh, Meghan Markle, he gets big uh, views for ITV, do you know what I mean? They continue to, 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 to slag her off and trash her, do you know what I mean? But the thing that, that, that just took it to the foot of the cross was him challenging her mental health. You cannot do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. True. I I've got nothing more to add, man. That's you've you've summed it up. <laughs> the thing is, as well, like I read I read something, and I'm not sure how true it is, but it's out there, so I'll say it. And apparently, ITV want to hire Jeremy Clarkson in his place. So if there's oh, any gosh. ounce of truth in that, then that the same you team. haven't learnt your lesson. Exactly, you haven't learnt your lesson, and. You know, as a channel, you deserve everything you get. If that, if that is indeed the case, that you are interested in hiring a Jeremy Clarkson. I feel like those times of shows, they need a presenter who has a big profile. Unfortunately, it's the person with the loudest mouth rather than the most sense that attracts people. Um, so I hope that's not true. I hope yeah. that's not true, but yeah. You know what is funny? It is kind of true, because like you said, like, I mean, what is Susanna Reid's role in the show? It's to basically say, oh, Piers, don't say that. Exactly. Oh, like, no, I disagree with you, Piers. So without Piers... <laughs> I was just going to say that. I watched, I saw the clip the next day, and as much as I don't want Piers there, the reality is she needs him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, make it interesting. So, like, her days are I don't two. want her on the show because she sits there and watches somebody say something that's blatantly inflammatory. And you can see that she doesn't agree from her facial expressions, but your silence is making yourself no, complicit. I think what, no, no, what, do you know what yeah. I mean? It makes you complicit. And I think what is annoying as well is like, even though, or if you say like, oh, that's not very nice to say, you still sit next to this man every week. You're clearly not that disgusted. And then, yeah. and also when he actually got fired, she made a speech the next day about how, even though we disagree, Blah 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 mm. blah blah blah. He's still my friend. Blah blah blah. So you were never really about it. About it when you were disagreeing with him. Go on. Can we talk yeah. about Gary Lineker though? No, I haven't oh, heard of oh, Gary. What do you think? Your crisps, man. Bro, Gary Lineker, like, bro, literally, like the same day he announced that he's resigning, um, Gary Lineker unprovoked put up this tweet, basically like. You know, say what you want about Piers, but he's great at his job, and I'm sad he's... And I, it was just so like, what, Gary? Like, you're usually on the money on Twitter. Like, you're usually on it. But what happened here? And then Sharon Osbourne, like, I mean... Oh, no, no, forget her. Yeah, we don't forget her. her. No, you know, she's bro, a We've seen our husband, man. We've seen our husband, so we can judge. Our husband like... ate a pigeon, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, so, but Gary she's, Lineker she's... shocked me, to be honest. To be yeah. honest, like... Yeah, yeah, the group yeah. And I was like, what's going on, man? Like, more match of the but, day, man. I know. The thing is, like, you know, these type of issues, you often find you, you, you come to know a person when times are, are tumultuous. Yeah. Um, mm. and, and, and this is one of those times. Um, so, like, I'm with you. Like, I support a lot of what Gary Lineker has said previously on Twitter. Um, 
I, I just feel, and sometimes, you know, we all say ignorant things. I've said ignorant things. And then I've reviewed and checked myself or I've had people check me. And that's what it's about. Like, I feel with the Gary Lineker's of this world, there's space for them to say, you know what? I said a stupid thing and yeah. I want to take my comment back. But you come to know people when times are, are mad. And it's interesting. Like, you see the people coming out of the woodwork now, like, um, Sharon Osbourne and, and, and Mark Wright and whoever else these these different celebrities um, mm. and you know listen if that's their thing that's their thing but they clearly don't understand the 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 severity of the issue and I say let them come out because now you know who you can and can't rely on to say something do you yeah. see what I'm saying yeah. Um, yeah. yeah 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 definitely they're all like Susan um, Susanna Reed, just like an enabler that's what I would call her, an enabler. Like, you can disagree with somebody, and if you disagree with somebody, but you put up a good counter-argument, people will look at you and say, you know what? Susanna always holds his feet to the fire, though. I can't really complain. But it's no good saying, oh, I regularly disagree with Piers Morgan. And you say, you know, you just whisper these, I disagree, I disagree. Like, if that's the way you're bringing your counter-argument, you need to get in the bin as well. As far as I well, to be honest with you, I think that is a a a LinkedIn stunt. Do you get what I mean? It's it's one of those just in case he gets to come back, just in case whatever. I For just real. want you to. Do you know what I mean? Like that's really begging it. Like I I want to keep my job. That's what that statement was. And mm. do you not know what? Gary. No, no, not not from Gary. From Susanna. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Susanna Reid, like, absolute nonsense. That was literally, I want to keep my job. Gary, nobody begged him to speak. So it's it's beggar's belief that he even said anything because he's got a really good track record. But do do, do you get what I mean? But, like, Mm -hmm. this this is the kind of stuff that you're getting to see it from people like him, and he's got a platform. But there's a lot more people without a platform, without even a, 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 a um, what do you call it, without even a profile picture who are sharing the same views. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You really get to see people come out of the woodworks, people who make uneducated claims, people who've not done the work, not done the research to actually understand both ends of, of, of the arguments, who are just speaking for the sake of speaking. And you find that actually we are you get to see who voted Brexit. You get to see all the people who made all the stupid decisions that have put this country where it is today. You get to see them when you see them, um, what you call it, um, uh, 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 sort of, uh, you know, anti-woke warriors. You know, it's, they all are in the same categories. Do you get what I mean? People who sit there and say, oh, Pierce Morgan is not a racist. He was just saying his opinion. Like, are you understanding the fact that, oh, he wasn't going against her, her mental health. He also said that if she has had um, all these issues, then she should get the help and whatever. But it doesn't change the fact that you've literally um, victim shamed. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. 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 Definitely. What a mess, you know. Um, A lot of people who stand in solidarity, sorry to go back to Meghan. Um, Serena Williams made a statement in solidarity with um, Meghan Markle, right? She she, um, expressed, do you know what I mean? That she shared uh, the same reality and she's faced institutional racism and stuff like that. And people are like, oh, you know, go cry in your in your uh, flash cars and, you know, with your wealth and with your money. Do you get what I mean? Like th- those kind of individuals share the same views as 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 Piers Morgan. Do you get what I'm saying? Like P- 
people aren't recognizing they're like oh i don't believe it because you know she's got this she's got that your your, your things do not limit you from having a mental health issue do you get what i mean many rich people mm-hmm. have mental health issues you know um people who are experiencing racial prejudice just because they've got money doesn't mean that they do not get to witness the racial prejudice um, in fact what we should be highlighting here is that actually it's it, it's stretches it comes straight nah. from um yeah nah you don't even have to defend it any more than that when when deck was it Ant or deck crashed this car the other day mm, yeah 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 because he, had, he was going through depression and drink driving did anybody yeah. give him the stick no no. So they understand it. They, we, they, we know why they're doing it, basically. You're completely yeah. right, but yeah. even you defending it, is dig- it shouldn't be dignified with a response because they know exactly what they're doing because they'll extend the same thing. Be kind. Carolyn Flack. Da, da, da. And, you know, he's yeah. going for, we need to support this person. You know, nah. But, you know... No, it's, it, Marvel, it's, it's real it. and it's very layered because actually... For me, it's not just race. It's also um, gender bias. Do you get what I mean? Like, and and watching a man do that to a woman in 2021 and have people who will deliberately back him knowing that actually, do you know what? This may have been a bit coarse. You know, like, yeah. and in fact, yeah. he, he has no recourse for what he says because of his privilege. It just really shows you where we are and how far we still need to go. It's not <sighs> just a race thing. This is so layered. Well, let's talk about definitely, when definitely. you're on that. Let's talk about the protection of women, actually, because it's going to our next our next topic. Like, there's a there's a growing there's, there's like a growing movement on social media um, since the disappearance of Sarah Everett. How do I, I say Everett? Everett? Yeah. Yeah, Sarah Everett. Let's say which, Sarah. We want to respect yeah, her. Yeah, Sarah. She um she went missing, and then she was found um, dead. And uh, the potential suspect is a police officer. That's what they're saying mm-hmm. is a police officer. Um, and there's, there's a growing talk about if um, we're doing enough to basically protect our women as men. Um, like, what, what, what do you say? I'm gonna... No, I just said it's disgusting. It's, I mean, on so many levels, it's so sad. Yeah. Because it's just like, it shouldn't have to take me saying that could be my sister or my whatever. That's somebody's child, isn't it? It doesn't yeah. matter. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just went out for a walk like I do all the time do you know what I mean like yeah. I don't have to worry about ending up in in wherever in a body bag or in 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 bits and pieces parts in your limbs chopped up and you're in Ashford and Kent when you were last in Clapham yeah what kind yeah. of sick freaks are we walking around like what do like where do you feel like um as men we are doing enough to basically educate other men or protect our women no. from other men absolutely mm-hmm. not no nope. absolutely not because where we should be speaking about Sarah right now, you've got a, a hashtag trending, not all men. What nonsense is that? Mm. What, do you, what do you mean, not all men? Why do we have to make it about, you know, if we're talking about um, International Men's Day and we're calling out good men and all of that stuff and you did a hashtag, not all men, fine. But in a moment where somebody's daughter has been killed, do you know what I mean? Has been ruthlessly murdered, whether she knows him or not, whether it is related or not, we're not protecting our women. I often go for walks at night and I never think, will I make it home tonight? She was coming from her friend's house going home. Do you get what I mean? And she never made it home. She's dead today. So actually, no, as men, we're not doing enough. We're not. Mm. Yeah, and this is London. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, not trying to say London's perfect, but this is London, man. Clapham. Like, quite, a, you know, it's, it's, 
it's obviously got its good and it's got its bad sides, but it's not like, you know, we're not in deep in the bush somewhere where women still haven't even got autonomy. You know, like those places yeah. still exist. And the, the thing, world, the fear like, is like, this is, this is that time mean? where it's locked down. Everyone's basically indoors. It should be mm. shut down. And it, it, it feels like a time which is probably scary. Like women are fearful that it's a time for predators to be able to just roam the streets. Then that they they can they can be out. They can be out alone yeah. without the street being busy or something. So I'm thinking like, so what what do what can we do as men? I think I think it's like not to. I think oftentimes people want a little answer for a big question, and I think like this thing is systemic. Do you know what I mean? It's as much as we're looking at the issue and the one case, it's like it goes way beyond just like what can we do right now? It's just like it's how we're socialized, you know, how we're taught, how institutionally things are put together. Me, me, me and Mandela were talking about it earlier. It's just like a police officer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How many other psychopaths are there in the police? I mean, me as a black man, I can tell you that they, they exist. Like, where's the psychometric testing? Do you know what I mean? Where's the care actually going into these jobs that are meant to help and protect? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You wouldn't want a psychopath to be your doctor. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't want a psychopath to be your lawyer. So why do we allow them to have guns and flipping march and do, you know, be on the beat? So it's just like, as much as there are things we need to do as a, as a society, and I say that from men, as men, I think it, it, it's such a systemic thing that in every aspect, whether it's the workplace, whether it's the home, whether it's uh, outside, whether it's at a pub, whether it's a nightclub, whether it's wherever, women aren't being protected. And this is just one sad mm. branch of that systemic men failing. All of, you know, I was seeing on Twitter so many like, what about us? And it was like, you know, some men can't walk at night either. And I'm like, why? Oh, we'll get attacked by men. Well, there you go. Men, again. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're, yeah. you're like, is there not the issue? Do you know what I mean? And it's like... Mm. I know. So how would you go about though? What I'm saying, how would you go about making women feel safe when you're around that? Like I'm saying, like in those kind of situations, like it's about us trying to make them feel safe. Yeah, right? you know, I guess everyone, you know, in your in the ways you can, but I think it's it's about calling it out more often. Do you know what I mean? Uh, being if you have power in terms of you're an employer or you you know you put things together or you run like just understanding like we're not protecting them enough so i don't know say you're a nightclub owner and like yeah. what you do with your policies and you know how many people you, you know like we need to sadly it's gotten to that point where it like it needs to be looked on every level you know whether you're uh, everywhere whether you're a business owner like what's your gender balance if you've got more men in this office than women it's like you're automatically letting the floodgates open to, to for them to be susceptible to these things you know what I mean and it sh in an ideal world we should be able to be balanced but look where we are 2021 and a gal walking home ends up in Ashford in bits do you know what I mean it's in like, bits it's mad. it's mad by a police officer do you know what I mean so it's like there's you clear realize... power there do you know what I mean like their thing is pre preserve and protect to mm. preserve and protect that's that is what the police's manifesto my manifesto is meant to be like Guys, Moses, I agree with you. I think it starts with teaching accountability. Do you get what I mean? So shutting down certain locker room jokes. Do you get what I mean? This man, way before he even killed Sarah, yeah, would have said one or two things that if people really listened and really shut it down and taught him to be accountable, do you get what I mean? Like, we probably wouldn't be here today. 
Mm. Moses, mm. you could not get it right. Like it's not seeking a little answer for a big thing. And um, today I was reading a post um, about what Chimamanda Adichie had said. Do you know what I mean? And she said, um, she was basically talking about anger and it's good to be angry, but it's about where you place your anger. That was kind of the, 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 the idea behind it. Um, when, I, when I think of George Floyd, look at the amount of change that happened. Look at the accountability that the police were forced to, to, to have to have. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Because people placed their anger in the right place and they made their voice heard. So I think when you ask what should us as men do, we should create an environment where all men must be accountable. Do you get what I mean? And we must be angry about these things. It could be your daughter. It could be your niece. It could be your sister. It could be your next door neighbor. It could be your, it could be, you know, you should, you need to think about it as though it is directly in your household. And I think Moses, you're right. Like it's, it has to be across the entire spectrum and we need to be angry about it, but know where to place our anger when we're talking about this. And to be honest with you, it's about teaching accountability and shutting certain things down when they're still seedlings. Mm. Honestly. I think like, sorry to, I don't know if Mansell was going to say anything, but quickly, like, this is why Piers is so dangerous because it's like, somebody should have checked him as a picnic, as a kid. Do you get me? Yeah. So now he's got to this entitled stage in his big grey back age where he can sit on national television and talk, basically relive his trauma that she, in her complete God-given right, shut him off, which she's allowed to do. And he mm. couldn't handle the rejection. And look at how far he's taken this over four years. And he's still not even that, taking it back. He, he doesn't. Exactly. It's that behaviour. He stands that, by it. You know, that's, that's behaviour that leads essentially to where we are now. Where it's like, then he starts stalking her. Then he becomes obsessive. And it's like, it doesn't start from nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, rejection, as Mansell did this story, about rejection is a part of being a man. You get me? And like, yeah. you have yeah. to learn. If a girl yeah. says no, just leave it alone, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, move on with your life. You, you won't, you know, you're no less of a man. It happens, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's account. Yeah, Mandela said it best, accountability. Yeah. And yeah. like, it's systemic, you know. And this has been happening for hundreds and possibly thousands of years, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. just like, it's, it has to be us to do it. Do you know what I mean? From Absolutely. In your young, your young kids, you know what I mean? To uh, whether, like, say me, and, you know, I, I'm an employer and I'm, you know, I'm conscious of that, who I bring into certain rooms and, you know, what is the balance of who I'm employing and, you know, uh, what is the environment I'm sort of setting up, you know, even if I'm doing sessions with women, it's like, well, when am I calling her? What time, you know, like making things comfortable that I thought about, you know, like all these things, like it, it, it takes another level of depth, even like here where I live on this dark street, being aware that, you know, that some women are walking alone and I'm giving them enough space so they don't yeah. feel like, you know, even though I'm just trying to get home, it's like, sadly, that's where we've got to as a society. Yeah. I think some men are like peers who are like so ignorant and so entitled that they don't even feel they're a problem or can yeah. be a problem you know yeah. what i mean so, i can't admit yeah. it so mantle have you any closing thoughts on this yeah 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 like i agree wholeheartedly with everything that was said i just think the one thing which maybe we haven't said is that for me like i 90 99 of the things which i've seen online in light of this story about how men can do more i wholeheartedly agree with um the I, the one percent which i didn't agree with which i don't know if you guys have seen it and i never had a chance to send it to you was this idea that men should have a curfew when they go out <laughs> i don't really want to focus on that too much because that's yeah, yeah. that's that's something for for the trash but um 
like yeah men can do more and i think the first thing we have to do is listen and the fact that we have not all but not all men are violent or not all men are this that tells me straight away men as a cohort aren't listening to what women are saying when somebody tries to convey a message to you the first thing you have to do is listen and i don't want to detract away from women but it links back again to um blm and what was the reactionary hashtag all lives matter we have a problem in society where we don't listen and the first thing you have to do is listen to what somebody says and Mm. then if you want to take it on board or you want to disregard it the onus is on you and i feel like you can be judged accordingly but you have to listen like when women say i want this i want that i want this why don't you just listen to them in the first place, you know? Um, and the, uh, just to reiterate Moses' point, like how men protect women is not just through uh, physical manifestations of violence. It's, it's something to be considered in multiple arenas, the workplace, on the street, in the nightclub, right? Like how many times have you seen men just push up on certain women, women and they don't want it? Or like, do, do you see what I mean? Or... You know, when you hear locker room talk, as Mandela said, so multiple arenas and you have to basically first and foremost, listen Um, before acting, before acting. How can you how can you act before listening? Um, Doesn't make any sense. And I feel like if I do touch on it, the whole 6 p.m. curfew thing was acting before listening, because when you act before listening, you come out with stupidness and nobody's going to take it on board. Right. And that was from a woman that was from a baroness. So we have Mm -hmm. a. We have a problem when it comes to listening. And I feel, not to digress, but that's perpetuated by other things, you know, social media, everybody having an opinion now. Um, but yeah, that's my closing statement, I think. Like, just listen, man. Just listen. Yeah. I think on that note, I think that was a good place to close off, man. So, so everyone can be left with that message. But um, thanks for joining Moses, Mandela, Mansour. Um, that was another episode of Chatting and Saltfish. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Spotify. It's Chatting Fish on everything. Um, until next time, peace.